بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger we continue the explanation of Surah Yasin and we have reached verse number 13 وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ مَثَلًا أَصْحَابَ الْقَرْيَةِ إِذْ جَاءَهَا الْمُرْسَلُونَ And put forward to them a similitude, the story of the dwellers of the town, when there came messengers to them. As you can see in the translation of the meaning, there is between parentheses, it is said that the town was Antioch, Antakya. And we will come to know that this is uh, not proven to be the case. But we continue, inshallah, with the explanation now. وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ And put for to them a similitude. Here the address is to the Messenger وسلم, and to everyone to whom the address is suitable. And we know that the address sometimes comes to be explicit, meaning general. And sometimes the address comes in a particular way, meaning to the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And sometimes it can be for, it can cover both, general, can be general and can be particular. As to an example on the address being explicitly particular to the Messenger وسلم, like in Surah Al-Sharh, Surah Al-Sharh, the, uh, chapter 94, verse 1. لَكَ صَدْرَكَ أَلَمْ نَشْرَحْ لَكَ صَدْرَكَ Haven't we not opened your breast for you? This is, the address here is certainly to the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam. And from, and a proof or an example on the explicit generality of the address is like the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Talaq Surah Al-Talaq chapter 65 <coughs> verse 1 O Prophet, when you divorce women, here he didn't say, when you meaning, O Muhammad, rather, talaqtum here is general for everyone. 
He didn't say, Ya ayyuhan nabiyyu, Iza talaqta. But rather said here, Talaqtum. <coughs> so, this is the difference. Here, <coughs> in this verse, Ya ayyuhan nabiyyu, O Prophet, He didn't say after that, Iza talaqta. When you, meaning the Prophet, divorce woman, but rather talaqtum all, referring to the ummah, the members of the ummah so this is explicit for generosity for generality rather and as to the possibility that it can be particular to the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam or general, then this is this is replete in the Quran and the preponderating opinion concerning this third possibility is to make it general consider it general why? because it is more comprehensive when we make it general then it will encompass the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam and other than the messenger so this is the these are the points of benefit regarding the addressing in the Quran and so we repeat the addressing can be general or particular to the messenger وسلم, or both and when it is both then the preponderating opinion is to make it general encompassing the Prophet والسلام, and the Ummah so here in this verse, back to our verse, we are discussing verse number 13. So therefore, we say, give a similitude to whom? To any caller to Allah. Any caller to Allah, he is addressed to give a similitude of the story of this town. وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ مَثَلًا أَصْحَابَ الْقَرْيَةِ And put forward to them a similitude. And put forward to them a similitude. The story, you mean any caller, it is suitable to be addressed to put forward to them a similitude the story of the dwellers of the town some in some interpretations it is said that this town refers to Antioch which is on the east Mediterranean seashore and this saying however is weak <coughs> this is weak Imam Ibn Kathir rahimahullah considered this to be a weak assignment 
he said that it is known that this town Antioch or in Arabic Antakya it is not known that this town was destroyed neither during the Christian era nor before that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most high knows best so therefore what's intended in this town is an unspecified town and this is the correct opinion Why we say that this is the correct opinion? Because Allah Azza wa Jal, I mean, had there been a specific benefit in having this town assigned to Antioch or to any other town, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have made that clear. And it is so often that the specification of people or places or times most often there is no benefit in that but what is beneficial is the lesson or the lessons and what took place in these places or in these times or with such and such and that's why we see that some of the scholars burden themselves if there came in the narration of a hadith for example an obscure name unknown not mentioned or نعم they go to the if there comes a in the narration an obscure name of a person they go to put burdens upon themselves in specifying the name and this is not obligated unless in the specification of this person the ruling differs unless in the specification there will be a different ruling or making the meaning obvious or clear then this is a different matter and with respect to us here It is not of our business to know what is this town, who are its people. What really matters is the lesson as to what took place in this story. So therefore the correct opinion is that the specification of the city as Antioch is weak
Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ أَصْحَابَ الْقَرْيَةِ إِذْ جَاءَهَا الْمُرْسَلُونَ The story of the dwellers of the town, when there came messengers to them. When there came messengers to them. To the people of this town. Some of the scholars, some of the scholars in Tafsir or Tafsir, mention that these messengers were sent by Isa alayhi salam, <coughs> were sent by Prophet Isa, Prophet Jesus alayhi salam. And this is incorrect, and there is no evidence for that. Rather, messengers came to them. Messengers sent by Allah They were not sent from Isa alayhi salam. So this opinion is incorrect. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِذْ أَرْسَلْنَا You see, when إِذْ أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَيْهِ مُثْنَيْنَ When we, you see that, when we sent to them two messengers. He didn't say here, when Isa sent them, two messengers rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said when we sent to them two messengers so these are messengers sent by Allah to these the dwellers of this town to the dwellers of this town so sent two messengers so what happened they belied them both So we send them two out of three. So they belied the two. فَكَذَّبُوهُمَا فَكَذَّبُوهُمَا Belied. Belying is rejecting the news. And saying that it is in opposition to reality. This is belying. This is known in Arabic as تَكْذِيب. This is known as تَكْذِيب. Belying. So they belied them. And they said, this is not right. You are not messengers. What happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَعَزَّزْنَا بِثَالِثٍ So we reinforced them with a third. So when both messengers who were sent first were belied, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a reinforcing third. This is like the saying of Musa alayhi salam when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him to Fir'aun as in Surah Taha 
chapter 20 verses 29 to 32 واجعل لي وزيرا من أهلي هارون أخي أشدد به أزري وأشركه في أمري and appoint for me Musa is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and appoint for me a helper from my family Harun my brother increase my strength with him and here in this verse so we enforced or reinforced them with the third and here with Musa and Harun increase my strength with him and let him share my task <coughs> of da'wah of conveying Allah's message and prophethood <coughs> so having a third certainly reinforces the two and we see this in our times in, in real times if someone says something and another supports him then his saying increases <coughs> the strength of that of the first and increases even the motivation of the first to affirm and establish his point. So they said, the three now, Inna ilaykum mursalun. Verily, we have been sent to you as messengers. Inna. This is tawkid. Attestation or uh, rather uh, <coughs> assertion rather than attestation this is assertion, this is in Arabic known as tawkid. Because the situation requires that. Because these people belied and rejected. So the second time it is mentioned, Inna ilaykum mursalun, verily. Assertion. Because the situation now here, the condition is a condition of belying. Mursaloon from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they said, Verily, we are sent as messengers to you from Allah. We have been sent to you as messengers. They know. that the message they are bringing is from Allah, not from anyone. So what was the response? It was like the response of the rest of the those who belie. They reject the saying of the messengers, either by way of negation and sometimes by way of affirmation. As in the case of negation, for example, they say, ما أنتم إلا بشر You are only human. 
also as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Ibrahim chapter 14 verses 10 to 11 قَالُوا إِنْ أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُنَا تُرِيدُونَ أَنْ تَصُدُّونَ عَمَّا كَانَ يَعْبُدُ آبَاؤُنَا فَأْتُونَا بِسُلْطَانٍ مُبِينٍ قَالَتْ لَهُمْ رُسُلُهُمْ إِنْ نَحْنُ إِلَّا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُكُمْ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ يَمُنُّ عَلَى مَنْ يَشَاءُ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ They said you are no more than human beings like us. You wish to turn us away from what your fathers used to worship. Then bring us a clear authority, clear proof of what you say. Their messengers said to them, We are no more than human beings like you, sure. But Allah bestows His grace to whom He wills of His slaves. So we admit we are humans like you. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows His grace to whom He wills of His slaves. So this is here a response in negation. Meaning you are only humans, you are not angels so that we can accept from you. So this is an example on the negation. And sometimes it comes in the form of affirmation, like in Surah Al-Zariyat, in 51, in 51, 52, chapter 51, verse 52. كَذَلِكَ مَا أَتَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ مِنْ رَسُولٍ إِلَّا قَالُوا سَاحِرٌ أَوْ مَجْنُونٌ Likewise, no messenger came to those before them, but they said, a sorcerer or a madman. And sometimes they come and say in another, in, in a certain way of negation, they come and say, مَا أَنْتُمْ مَلَائِكَ حَتَّى تَكُونُ رُسُلًا إِلَيْنَا You are not angels, so that you are sent as messengers to us. You are humans like us. So therefore, and it's not something new that the dwellers of this town say to those messengers, or that, that they said to these messengers, مَا أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا بَشَرٌ You are only humans like us. وَمَا أَنْزَلَ الرَّحْمَنُ مِنْ شَيْءٍ Look at this. وَمَا أَنْزَلَ الرَّحْمَنُ مِنْ شَيْءٍ You are only humans like ourselves. So in this case, they belied the message from what angle? The angle of the nature of the messenger. That he is, or the messengers are human. So they rejected from this side. Not only that, look what they said. وَمَا أَنزَلَ الرَّحْمَنُ مِنْ شَيْءٍ And the most beneficent Allah has revealed nothing. You are only telling lies. So they also rejected. They denied the message in this unjustified way and they didn't provide, provide a proof only they said the most beneficent have, has revealed nothing so they didn't establish a proof they only said and the most beneficent has revealed nothing who would stop the most beneficent to send So they didn't provide a proof. So therefore again, 
their denial was based upon two things. Number one, that the messengers were human. So, as if they were saying, if you were truly messengers, you should have been, or you would have been, angels. This is the first thing. The second, the negation, which is baseless, only mere rejection, and arrogance, and disdainfulness, when they said, وَمَا أَنزَلَ الرَّحْمَانُ مِنْ شَيْءٍ أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا تَكْذِبُونَ And the most beneficent has revealed nothing, you are only telling lies. And there is no doubt that this is due to their foolishness. Because sending the revelation to the messengers to guide the creation is a matter necessitated by intellect, not to mention by way of legislation. Why? Because the slaves it is impossible for the slaves to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except through a way which he had legislated and a proof established for that Otherwise, how would they, would they worship him? So therefore, sending the revelation to mankind is a matter necessitated by intellect. Although we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala necessitated this upon himself, subhanahu wa ta'ala, made it binding upon himself, azza wa jal, the most mighty, the most magnificent. As he subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly stated in Surah Al-Layl verse 12. 92.12 Inna alayna lalhuda Inna alayna lalhuda So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it binding upon himself necessitated upon himself to convey to his messengers to his slaves that which will lead them to him otherwise they will be misguided so here it lies the here lies the arrogance of these of, of, the, of the dwellers of this town when they said that Allah has not sent anything this matter is rejected intellectually and legally because intellectually the intellect necessitate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends a sharia a way by which his slaves abide to and follow so that they can reach him because the intellect cannot be guided as to how to worship Allah as to how to worship Allah and from the way of sharia from the way of legal reference Allah made it 
necessary or necessitated upon himself to convey to his slaves his sharia. Qala ta'ala again in Surah Al-Layl, the verse, verses 92 or 12 and 13 in, in chapter 92, إِنَّ عَلَيْنَا لَلْهُدَى وَإِنَّ لَنَا لَلْآخِرَةَ وَالْأُولَى Truly, our is to give guidance and truly unto us the last hereafter and the first of this word. Therefore, I have warned you of uh, to the rest of the verses. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى also in the Quran in Surah Al-Qiyamah in chapter in, in uh, Surah Al-Qiyamah verse 19 75 verse 19 قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى ثُمَّ إِنَّ عَلَيْنَا بَيَانَهُ ثُمَّ إِنَّ عَلَيْنَا بَيَانَهُ Then it is for us Allah to make it clear to you. Alhamdulillah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala necessitated upon himself to guide his slaves. And this is the guidance of conveyance, not the guidance of success. Otherwise, had it been the guidance of success, everyone would have been guided. Is this clear? Is this last point clear? Please put one if you, if this is clear, the last one. This is the guidance of conveyance, of direction, not the guidance of tawfiq, of success. No. So they belied the messengers based upon these arguments that were baseless and indicate their foolishness. So what did the messengers say in response? What was the response of the messengers? The messengers said, Our Lord knows, listen carefully to these words. There is a very important benefit in these words. They said, Our Lord knows that we have been sent as messengers to you. So they asserted this message by three things. The first when they said, Rabbuna ya'lamu, our Lord knows. And this is like an oath. It flows like an oath. Our Lord knows. So the assertion came in three ways. Number one, our Lord knows. The second, in their saying, Inna, we have been sent. Verily, Inna, verily we have been sent. This Inna, verily this is for tawkid, for assertion. Verily we have been sent. The third, Lamursalun, la, the lamb in Lamursalun. Lamursalun, this is, this lamb is for assertion. Lamursalun, the la, the letter la, Mursalun messengers. Lamursalun, indeed we are. This is assertion. So the 
Three assertions came in this verse. Our Lord knows, Inna verily we, and La, indeed we are. Mursaloon, messengers. So this with the former assertion, they become like four. So they said, Our Lord knows that we have been sent as messengers to you, and our duty is only to convey plainly the message. And here they said, وَمَا عَلَيْنَا إِلَّا الْبَلَاغُ الْمُبِينَ And we learned earlier from the previous verse that the mubin here, the obviously understood meaning is that Mubin, we have a message which is a clarification in itself, and itself it's clear. So it is a clear and a clarifying message, clarifying the reality of situations, that we are indeed messengers from Allah. And we have learned earlier that a thing cannot be a clarification unless itself is a clarity, is clear. So here, And our duty is only to convey the clear and clarifying message. The clear and clarifying. So this is the meaning of Mubin here. In this story, there are many benefits. First one. putting forward similitudes for learning and taking lessons. Second, it is not necessary to specify the similitude but what matters is the lesson and the ibra ليس من الضروري it is not necessary to specify the similitude what matters is the lesson So there was no specification of the town and there was no specification of the messengers but since what matters is the whole story. The third benefit Making it clear that Allah Azza wa Jal, the most mighty and most magnificent, does not leave His creation without messengers, without sending them messengers.
and from the benefits. Making clear the rahmah, the mercy of Allah in reinforcing the message in quality and in number. Fifth benefit, permissibility of having more than one messenger to one direction. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent this town two messengers then sent a third six benefit those who belie the messengers they have nothing except arrogance no intellectual or textual proofs do they have and this is clear in the statements that they made they contained no proof how Because they rejected the messengers since they were humans. And it's obvious that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not send to humans other than humans like them. Even if he would send to them angels, then the angels would be in the form of humans. And then they will come to say, again, they will reject. And we know that when they said that, when they said that Ar-Rahman didn't send anything, this is just mere negation without any proof. And when the opponent negates without a proof, then this is clear arrogance and disdainfulness. So we know now another benefit, and this is benefit number seven, that the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala necessitates that he sends to the humans, human messengers like them. Number nine, 
And this is where I told you earlier to pay attention to this verse. When they said, when the messenger said, قَالُوا رَبُّنَا يَعْلَمُ إِنَّا إِلَيْكُمْ لَمُرْسَلُونَ Our Lord knows that we are, we have been sent as messengers to you. This is stronger than the attestation by oath even. Why? Because they said, Rabbuna ya'lamu, that we have been sent as messengers to you. So, had they not been messengers, this would necessitate their saying, this statement which they made, 3616, would necessitate attributing ignorance or describing Allah with ignorance and incapability because if they say our Lord knows that we have been sent as messengers and they were not messengers it means that Allah in view of the situation contrary to its reality assuming that Allah knows that they are messengers while they are not messengers in reality this would necessitate that Allah is ignorant of their situation and that Allah is incapable to avenge from them and to make their lies clear because they will say we were messengers And they will take by what this necessitates. While Allah knows that they were not messengers, this necessitates ignorance. So that's why in this statement that they made, the, attest- the assertion is stronger than the oath because of the dangerous necessities, ne- the dangerous necessitations in this statement and that's why the ulama had said if someone says listen Allah knows if someone says Allah knows that I didn't do such and such while indeed he did it the scholars say this necessitates kufr this necessitates disbelief if he knows well what he is saying and what is entailed by his statement because this is directed to what we just explained this necessitates that Allah is ignorant and incapable and that's why if the person knows what he is saying and what his statement necessitates he would commit kufr if he says Allah knows that I didn't do this while he did it Is this clear? This is a point of benefit that I hinted to earlier. 
اوكي ما شاء الله الحمد لله الحمد لله from the benefits of this verse the permissibility of assertion by many assertive assertatives or assertive ways in response to the munkar in response to the evil so the permissibility of asserting by different assertions by many assertative ways and from the benefits of this verse benefit number 10 and the Rusul, the messengers والسلام, they have no effect in guiding the creation the guidance of success rather they have to carry the task of conveying the message only and directing people to it and from the benefits of this verse that this necessitates that the messengers that the conveyance of the messengers is clear and clarifying is clear and clarifying and from the benefits of this verse and this is related to benefit number 11 that you see here the conveyance of the messengers is clear and clarifying this also entails that there is no obscurity ambiguity or vagueness in the message and that the sharia is clear and if there is any ambiguity in a text then you find it clarified in another text and if the ambiguity remains then the reason lies in the understanding of the one addressed either due to his negligence or lack of understanding this brings the end of these benefits walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam